Welcome back to the 2AM Book Review Club, where we stay up late talking about books or talk about books that made us stay up late. I am on your feeds a little early because I have a very exciting announcement, which is that for the month of March, I will be hosting a reading challenge over on the Storygraph, which is the non-Amazon alternative to Goodreads. The reading challenge is called Mystery Marathon March. And basically, the challenge is very, very simple. The challenge is just to read as many mystery books as you can during the month of March. Hence why it is called Mystery Marathon March. The challenge has four prompts labeled very creatively, week one, week two, week three, and week four. For the prompt labeled week one, you can add all of the mystery books you read during the first week of March. And then for the prompt labeled week two, you can add all of the mystery books you read during the second week of March. And I think you kind of get the idea of what you need to do for prompts week three and week four. Obviously, I will add all of the mystery books I read each week to the challenge prompts as well. And I just think that this could be a really fun time for all of us mystery lovers. I also have a bonus prompt, prompt five, which is just called favorite mystery books, exclamation point. And to that prompt, you can add your all time favorite mystery books that you think everyone should read. To complement this reading challenge, I will also be hosting a Mystery Marathon March mini-series here on the podcast as well, where I talk about a mystery book every single week of March. I am so excited to host the Mystery Marathon March reading challenge, and it is very, very easy to join. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description and it will take you straight to the challenge. You will have to create a Storygraph account in order to join the challenge, but that is super easy. It only takes a couple of minutes, and I I actually really like the Storygraph. I've been using it for the past year. I think I started using it last March, and I think it's been a really good experience. I really hope you'll choose to join this reading challenge because I'm so excited about it. And in case mysteries are not a genre you read very often, or if you just want some recommendations to get started, then I have 10 mystery book recommendations pulled from my favorite mystery books that I read last year. To be extra helpful, 
I have divided up my 10 book recommendations into categories based on the most common subgenres within the mystery genre. So let's begin with my top three mystery books of 2023, which I think would all fall into the more literary side of the mystery genre. If you're looking for a mystery book with a lot of thought put into the characters, themes, and plots, then here are three mystery books that I think would really work for you, or at least they really, really worked for me. Number one, one of my favorite mystery books of last year and of all time is The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton, which I have talked about here on the podcast before. This is truly a book that is enhanced by knowing absolutely nothing about it going in. I would highly, highly recommend not reading the blurb, not reading the back cover, just going in without knowing what the heck is going on. It will be a bit confusing and disorienting at first if you choose to do this as it was for me, but that's part of the magic that sucks you into this uniquely engaging story, this adventure, this mystery-solving quest. I adore this book. It is a completely unexpected and twisty and delightfully immersive reading experience. And I really wish I could read it again for the first time, but I guess I'll have to settle for giving that experience to other people. So that is my number one recommendation if you're looking for a mystery for this reading challenge or just because. And I hope you enjoy this book as much as I did. So that is The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton. Not to be confused with The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which is a completely different book. My number two recommendation, my second favorite mystery book of 2023, and another literary mystery is... I have some questions for you by Rebecca Mackay. Again, this is going to be an extremely enthusiastic recommendation because I am talking about one of my favorite mystery books and just one of my favorite books overall of 2023. But I really, really, really love this book. It's got fascinating characters beautiful writing. I cannot stress enough how much I just enjoyed reading this author's writing and themes that really, really spoke to me. This story centers around a woman, a podcaster actually, a little spooky, <laughs> who returns to her alma mater, an exclusive boarding school where she attended high school. She's there to teach a podcasting seminar but she becomes sucked into the murder of a young girl that happened during her school days, and she sets out on a quest to discover the truth of who killed this girl and why. This book is so 
readable. I just wanted to keep reading it. Truly a staying up until 2am kind of book, but it's also so thought-provoking and so moving and I enjoyed every moment of it. It is more slow-paced, more character-driven, very much centered around conversations and themes. So again, a literary mystery, but the ending is just so worth the investment that it takes to get there. I loved I Have Some Questions for You, and I really, really hope that you will also give it a try. My third recommendation, my third and final literary mystery recommendation is More Than You'll Ever Know by Katie Gutierrez. Like I Have Some Questions for You, this book features a lot of commentary about true crime and also, like, I have some questions for you. More Than You'll Ever Know is a slow-paced, character-driven, slow-burn mystery centered around women and the ways in which society views women, particularly in the context of true crime. More Than You'll Ever Know is the story of two women, one of whom was at the center of a shocking murder that occurred back in the 1980s, and the other woman is a true crime writer who is interviewing her in the present day. What I really loved about this book was how much it sucked me into the story of these two women to the point where I cared more about spending time with these people following their stories rather than figuring out the solution to the mystery. That doesn't really happen very often when I'm reading mystery books. Most of the time, I'm just so focused on figuring out who done it. And I really appreciated all of the ways that this book made me think about women and true crime and the preconceptions that we have going into true crime stories. So again, if you love slow-paced, immersive, thought-provoking mysteries, then I would definitely suggest more than you'll ever know. Okay, so those are my literary mystery recommendations, which also happen to be my favorite mystery books of 2023. Now let's move on to another big mystery subgenre, which of course is mystery thrillers. I have two mystery thriller recommendations, the first one being Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. Everyone, and I mean everyone, talks about Gone Girl, which I also enjoyed, but to me, having read all three of Gillian Flynn's novels, Sharp Objects is truly the standout Gillian Flynn book. Sharp Objects is a southern gothic horror-adjacent mystery thriller that follows a female journalist who goes back to her small town where she becomes caught up in her dysfunctional, dysfunctional dark relationship with her mother and also she gets caught up in this investigation of who keeps killing little girls in this small town. 
Sharp Objects is an intense book and an incredibly dark one, not least because of our very unstable protagonist, but it's also so engaging and visceral and gritty. It's got so many interesting themes and it delves so deeply into the experience of growing up and becoming a woman in a small southern town and I just I just love this book so much. In many ways, Sharp Objects is my ultimate mystery thriller book. I don't think I will ever read a thriller quite like this or that quite hits me the same way. But again, like I said, Sharp Objects is very, very dark and very, very intense and very, very visceral. And I would definitely, absolutely, highly recommend checking the trigger warnings and in general being in the right headspace before you pick it up. So that's Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn, and my other mystery thriller recommendation is The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware. Ruth Ware is a very hot mystery thriller author, and I've enjoyed many of her books, but I honestly think my favorite might be The Turn of the Key. This story follows a young woman who is hired as a nanny for a family living in an extremely isolated house. The turn of the key is very tense. It's very spooky. It is so atmospheric and so twisty and just a lot of fun. I would not personally recommend reading it after dark. And the ending is kind of confusing, but... Overall, I think this is one of the most memorable thrillers I've read in a while, and I would rank it among Ruth Ware's best. So if you want a less intense option than Sharp Objects, then definitely pick up The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware. And now let's move on to the other huge mystery subgenre, which is Cozy Mysteries. My favorite cozy mystery author of the moment is Katherine Shellman, who writes historical cozy mysteries. You really can't go wrong with her books, but I think my favorite is still the first book of hers I read, which is The Body in the Garden. The Body in the Garden is a Regency-era cozy mystery featuring Lily Adler, a high-class widow who, as the title suggests, finds a body in someone's garden one night and decides to find out who the body is and why the murder occurred. If you prefer something a touch more modern, she also wrote Last Call at the Nightingale, which is set in a New York City speakeasy during the 1920s. Both options are the first book in a series, so whichever one you go with, you'll have a lot to read. I really love Katherine Shellman's books because they are well-researched, well-plotted, and just a lot of fun to read. So if you're looking for historical cozy mysteries, I would definitely recommend picking up one of her books. If you prefer a non-historical cozy mystery, 
I would recommend The Three Dahlias by Katie Watson. This book has a really fun premise. It's set in this huge old-fashioned mansion where they are hosting a fan convention for a famous mystery author who is clearly based on Agatha Christie. People start dying and clearly someone at this convention is taking the murder mystery theme a bit too seriously. This is a atmospheric mystery. It is so cozy and yet kind of spooky. And it's also a bit tricky to figure out. And overall, it's the kind of cozy mystery that I would recommend reading with a nice steaming cup of tea wrapped up in a warm blanket. So that is The Three Dahlias by Katie Watson. Speaking of Agatha Christie, we're going to move on to the final mystery subgenre I'll be talking about today, which of course is classic mysteries. And of course, in many ways, the classic mystery author is Agatha Christie. I went on a Hercule Poirot journey last year and I'm still reading through all 39 Poirot books, which is kind of my personal reading challenge. But at this point, I've definitely read enough Poirot books to be able to give some recommendations as to which books I think are worth reading, because I definitely have enjoyed some of them more than others. Probably the most iconic Poirot book and the one I think is most worth reading is The Murder of Roger Ackroyd. It is well written, it's relatively short and fast paced, and the ending is bonkers. It's shocking. It will blow your mind. This is one of those books where I don't want to give anything away, so I'll just say that if you're going to read one Agatha Christie slash Poirot book in your lifetime, this is the one that is most worth your time. The Murder of Roger Ackroyd. The second Agatha Christie book I want to recommend is Evil Under the Sun, which takes place at a luxurious seaside resort. A beautiful woman is murdered and Poirot has to figure out which of the guests is responsible. This book truly ran circles around me. I had no idea what was going on and that does not happen very often as a seasoned mystery reader. So everyone, hats off to the queen of mystery. The only reason I'm a little hesitant is because <sighs> there's a subplot, a romance subplot in this book that really, really annoys me. And the last like couple of pages of this book, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But as a mystery, right? As a mystery book, Evil Under the Sun is impeccable flawless and also has some interesting things to say about beautiful women and how they are viewed by society. So, evil under the sun. Ignore the romance, focus on the mystery. And then for my third Agatha Christie recommendation, I'm going to cheat a bit and actually list two books, and I do have a reason for this, so bear with me. The two books are Elephants Can Remember and Five Little 
pigs. They're kind of similar in that both books deal with cold cases, murders that happened years, decades before the book begins. These are both incredibly charming books, if that's a word you can apply to murder mysteries. And I think both books are very well crafted with very interesting solutions. However, the reason I'm listing two books is that while Elephants Can Remember is my personal favorite, it's also got some very not good representation when it comes to mental health. Don't get me wrong, a lot of modern mystery thrillers also have this same issue. Shout out to the maidens, but just in case you want to avoid this issue completely, you can read Five Little Pigs instead, which is a pretty similar story that does not have this problem. But honestly, I enjoy both of these books, so I just wanted to shout out both of them. Elephants Can Remember and Five Little Pigs. Okay, so that is my reading challenge announcement, Mystery Marathon March. And those are my 10 mystery book recommendations to get you started on this challenge. Again, the link to the reading challenge is in the description and you will have to create a StoryGraph account in order to participate. Shout out to the people who have already joined this challenge, which is incredible given that I'm only just releasing the announcement now, but shout out to those people. I am so excited for this reading challenge and I am so excited for our mystery marathon mini series that I will be hosting here on the podcast starting next week or I guess in a couple of days, you will get your first Mystery Marathon miniseries episode, so keep an eye out for that. Before I sign off, I'm just going to quickly go over those mystery book recommendation titles one more time in case anyone wants to write these titles down or make a note of them. So again, here are my literary mystery recommendations, aka my top three personal favorites. The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton, I Have Some Questions for You by Rebecca Mackay, and More Than You'll Ever Know by Katie Gutierrez. My mystery thriller recommendations are Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn and The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware. And again, check the trigger warnings on Sharp Objects. My cozy mystery recommendations are Anything by Katherine Shellman. She writes cozy historicals, so either The Body in the Garden or Last Call at the Nightingale, and also The Three Dahlias by Katie Watson for a contemporary cozy. Finally, for classic mysteries, here are my top three Agatha Christie recommendations. The Murder of Roger Ackroyd, Evil Under the Sun, and either Elephants Can Remember or Five Little Pigs. Again, all of those are by Agatha Christie. All right, that's going to be everything for this episode. Please consider joining my Mystery Marathon March reading challenge. Link is again in the description 
Or if you want, you can just participate privately by reading a whole bunch of mystery books in March. This has been the 2AM Book Review Club. Thanks so much for joining me, and I will be back next week at 2AM. Until then, have a great week, and happy book travels. Thank <laughs> you.